Hello and welcome to Autism Life and Learning. And while we're still all under lockdown, I thought I would do some short snippet type things. One, to get myself back recording, because other tasks at the moment have driven me insane. So let's get a few out at least, to be brutally honest. <laughs> Second of all, I'm hoping these can start some conversations. So I'm calling them talking topics name pending because i've really got to get a better name for it but anyway these are going to be certain points of view i'm going to give you a round-ish type picture because as a human being i'm still slightly biased one way or another that's the way all humans are deal with it so first one i'm going to talk about today is let's do about a way of talking so, uh, in autism, there is something what is talked to everyone that deals with sen. And it's a way of talking. There's three ways of talking. I want you to have a talk, debate, think about it yourself, whatever it is you want to do. And there are f these three ways are called person first, language, authoritative, authoritarian, type talking and then you just got normal or regular speech so i'm going to start with uh persons centered or person first uh talking so instead of saying um we have we have someone else who is autistic their name is sam it'll be sam has autism yeah <laughs> Or rather than saying it's an autistic trait, it will be on the lines of uh, this is a trait because Sam has autism. Yeah, it's uh, you always got to relate the person first before their actual diagnosis. So you can't say I'm autistic. You've got to say I have autism or I have ADHD, I have OCD, I have neurodiverse area so yeah it's so confusing but also it's one of these ones that can get a bit tedious so i'll move on to a second one that's authoritarian or authoritative speech so it will be on the lines of not telling you the whole truth but still telling you a truth so, well, as it's, I'm recording on May the 4th, so let's do a Star Wars reference. So, why don't we talk, something on the lines of, uh, uh, Old Ben or Obi-Wan Kenobi, not saying the complete truth to Luke, with him not saying that he was his father, more on the lines of Anakin died and Vader begun. Same thing, but rather than saying Anakin became Vader, it was Anakin died because of Vader. Because it, the person Obi-Wan knew had died. It's a truth from a certain point of view. And that's what authoritarian will do. Because they want to keep the power. This also happened in the real world as well. So it doesn't, this isn't limited to autism. But you see it quite a bit there. 
because they don't want them to get overwhelmed, have a meltdown, have something go wrong, what they can't control. Then you've got regular speech. This is talking like they don't have a, a condition, just treating them as a normal human being. So it could be, hey, Sam, do you want to go down the park? Or it could be uh, just a general conversation about what they like doing. It could be anything. You just give them a bit more time and keep promoting the idea of um, normality within themselves. So the idea is they don't have to use first-person language, they don't have to listen to someone who is authoritarian. They can just be themselves, that they know they can make decisions, they know they can talk for themselves. So, with those three options, I'm going to give you some pros and cons, and then I'm going to leave it there. So, some of the pros of first-person language can be it helps people to separate the diagnosis away from the person makes us see the person first, hence person-first language. So, an extra pro that also can be is that someone can recognise that the condition they have or disorder they have isn't controlling them. They are in control. Cons. It can get really, really tedious, especially with other people adding into what they have, it can get confusing who has what. So Sam could have autism. Joe could have uh, ADHD. And then you could have someone uh, like Amy with uh, OCD or bipolar or Downs. It could be a mixture of everything. You keep it in a neurodiverse type range. From that, it becomes really confusing because you would have I met uh, Joe who has ADHD I met Sam who has autism I and then you've got to label what they have you can't just say I met Joe I met Sam because you've got to acknowledge what they have and that acknowledgement can be a real real pain because sometimes you just want to let it go even if it's for five minutes you just want to have some space to breathe. Another negative can also be that it isn't well judged by some people. So there are ways of talking down to someone in this language. And it, when you do it, you're not just talking down to them. You're actually talking down to lots of people because that way of speaking becomes almost like a community of way of sharing information and it all trickles down eventually so let's move on to uh, authoritarian so i think you can work out the pros of this and the cons but let's say them anyway the pros that you keep some knowledge of what is happening around you and if you're the one speaking you get to keep the control cons though if someone realizes that you haven't told them the whole truth especially someone like myself, with some of my traits, the meltdown's going to be pretty big. So you've got to weigh up what is worth having that bigger meltdown for versus is it worth hiding that truth? This second uh, con, well, it wouldn't be a pro, would it? Second con I could think of 
off the top of my head, is that this way comes out a form of power. So <laughs> I'm going to get a bit psychology with this because psychology student, I can't help it. So with that way of thinking, you can become obsessed with that type of power movement. It's more almost like playing chess when you know all the moves they're going to do ahead of time. And because of that power it gives you and that uh, energy, you kind of do it to more and more people. So you start, you move away from doing it to people in Sen and start doing it to people you just meet. Then you start doing it to friends and family and then it trickles down and then you become uh, power hungry or almost controlling in some ways because that brain you're told to switch off can't always when you're using the same language for hours at a time. So, lastly, normal, regular speech. Cons. First, let's, let's change it a bit. Cons, there isn't many apart from you just got to give them time and for that it means patience. You may stutter, you may uh, have a list, you may have something that makes the speech harder. And for that, everyone needs patience. Like for you to speak it or for someone to receive. And from that, it becomes interesting in some ways. Because you see those people who really want to listen and those who just don't give a flying monkey. Let's try and keep this child friendly. Uh, so, pros. No one really has to know you have autism or a neurodiverse condition or disorder. You can essentially be an act like any other person around you. And that can feel quite nice. And thirdly, you're not missing out any anything because the way someone is speaking to you will be the same way they'll speak to other people. There's none of this misinformation. There's none of these subtle things that you may miss, other than body language, which can be easier to and can be harder for some to pick up on. But it always doesn't matter about some of that because some people, if they're paying attention to you, they will adapt and understand, right, this person doesn't read body language that well, I'm going to say what I'm saying. I want to say properly what I'm saying more. Or I'll go straight to the point. Okay, this person's blunt. Let's be blunt back. It'll be that tit for tat almost. Where some people will learn the skills. It also can be a con where people don't learn the skills to feed back to you. But I'm going to keep it as a positive because I see it as more as that than a con. So... There are some topics. So, which one is better in a Sen type environment or an autistic household? Discuss. And I'll see you in the next episode.